0: We study a familiar passage found in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 13 through 17, about putting on the full armor of God. This passage includes instructions to, number one, wrap yourself in the truth. Number two, guard yourself with righteousness. Number three, prepare yourself with the gospel of peace. Number four, shield yourself with faith. Number five, assure yourself of salvation. And number six, sharpen yourself with God's word. Please listen to Pastor Jim as he presents today's slice of this week's message entitled, Take Up the Full Armor of God. If you're going to be successful in this spiritual battle, you need to be a person of truth. Uh, That means you're committed to truthfulness and sincerity. Truthfulness is part of the character of the new man that we have met in Ephesians chapter 2, who one of the characteristics is he speaks truth in love. Less than total commitment to truth will be your spiritual demise. Deceit, guile, they're not part of the life of a successful Christian soldier. Speaking truth in love is Sometimes painful, but it's always the right thing to do. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Do away with hidden agendas if you want God's blessing and protection in the battle. Speak His truth and be truthful. When you encounter lies in the world, you need to make sure you're anchored in the truth and you have it ready at your disposal as if it were tied around your waist, anchored with the truth. Secondly, guard yourself with righteousness. The other half of that verse, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Those words also come from Isaiah, this time from Isaiah 59 verse 17. Now the the breastplate was covered and it covered and it protected the the chest and the the vital organs. Uh, picture a, a catcher in baseball. Make sure that the ball can't uh, kill him by hitting him in the heart. Uh, this breastplate was made of overlapping scales, uh, and it was made in two pieces: one for the front and one for the back. Think of a sandwich board sign uh, anchored on you and and cinched up by the um, by the the belt girded around the loins the application of righteousness in practical living to your spiritual life is logical what protects your most important spiritual resources or your sources of spiritual vitality is righteousness now think this through remember this presumes you are in right you are in Christ so if you are in Christ you have been justified, which means you have been declared righteous. So this isn't talking about that which God grants you in justifying you, and I think you can see why. It would be absurd to tell you to put on something that only God can do, and He's already done it for you, in the absolute sense, for all of eternity. He's not talking about your position in Christ. He's telling you about your everyday life in the world. Live righteously based upon the righteousness that has been uh, bequeathed to you. An interesting thing here, something that you can't really put smoothly into an English translation, the phrase is literally the righteousness. Having put on the breastplate of the righteousness, and there seems to be this extraneous word, the, in front of righteousness, but that's because he's referring to something very specific, a righteousness that he mentioned on the previous page of your Bible, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 8 and 9, where he says, walk as children of light. Remember, you used to be in darkness. Now you are light in Christ. Walk, therefore, as children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth. So walk in what God has already given to you in Christ. This is the righteousness that accompanies walking in the light. It's the fruit of salvation. It is righteous behavior, upright living. You have to be committed to truth by saying what is right and true, girding yourself with the truth, wrapping yourself in the truth, but you also have to be committed to righteousness by doing what is right and true. That's wearing the breastplate of righteousness. And what produces practical righteousness in your life is for you to be immersed in the Word of God for the long haul, and you do what He says to do. Third piece of equipment, third part of the armor, prepare yourself with the gospel of peace. Chapter 6, verse 15, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. This time, the Old Testament allusion is from Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 7. And this one might sound familiar to you because it's also quoted in Romans chapter ten, verse fifteen. Now, notice he says, "Having shod your feet." You probably also didn't say this morning, "I'll be right along, dear." I haven't shod my feet yet. It means put on your footwear, put on your, put on your shoes, and it's your responsibility to put on this, as with every other piece of the equipment. Having your feet prepared for what you intend to do is really important. Uh, You don't go scuba diving in your snow boots. You put on flippers, right? Uh, Proper footwear has to match the activity for mobility and stability, and it differs for different activities. You could go search through my house and you would find that I have dress shoes and I have walking shoes and I have slippers, warm ones for the winter, cooler ones for the summer. There are flip-flops, there are the old tennies for doing something grungy in the yard. There are the nice tennies. There are the boots for snow. I even have some cleats I can strap onto my boots for when i 'm walking on um, icy things. You would also find my golf shoes now, in deference to age and damaged parts i 've jettisoned the racquetball shoes um, i don 't have longer any longer have soccer referee shoes. I don 't have my track shoes anymore i 've even given up the, the the bowling shoes. Some people might have dancing shoes, bicycle shoes cowboy boots, waders, high heels. It depends on what you're going to do. You have your feet prepared for the activity that you're going to, to be uh, engaged in. Well, shod your feet, prepare yourself with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Preparation implies we need to be ready. We need to have an answer ready to explain who we are in Christ and why we act the way we do. Knowing and living in light of the, bo- of the gospel gives us the preparation and the readiness we need. need to be prepared with the gospel. Gospel means good news. Specifically, the gospel of Jesus Christ, 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4, the gospel is that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that He was buried And that he was raised again on the third day according to the scriptures. And that is the only basis for our hope. That is the only basis for our salvation. That is what sets us free from our bondage to sin and from the penalty of sin. Now as I mentioned, the quotation here comes from Isaiah 52 verse 7. And if you go there, you'd see that the good news that Isaiah was referring to was the good news of the return of Israel from captivity and the fact that they would be able to come back into the land and worship again in Jerusalem. But in Romans 10.15, Paul gives the inspired application of that verse to those who preach Christ, the ultimate good news of liberation from bondage not bondage in exile to a foreign country but bondage to sin it's the gospel of peace gospel of peace is that good news which makes peace between man and god it is the only basis upon which we can truly experience the peace which god gives it's the only thing that that truly brings alienated parties together in Christ. We saw that at length in Ephesians chapter 2. Now, here's some irony. I heard a while back the definition of irony. It's the opposite of wrinkly. But in a more literary sense, your readiness for battle comes from the gospel whose content is peace. We fight this battle with the message of peace. You need to be at peace with God in order to be ready to battle His enemies. You need the gospel of His peace if you're ever going to set free the prisoners of your enemy. Fourth piece of armor, fourth bit of spiritual equipment. Shield yourself with faith. Ephesians 6 16. In addition to all, having taken up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program.